ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast, the favorite podcast. Y'all vibe with me. I hope you learn to make it on your own. Hey. If you let yourself, just know you'll never be alone. I, I know it's women history, man. But we know who really changed the world. Hey. Y'all know the lyric. Let me hear y'all. Man can change the world. Hey. One wet. One man can change the world. <laughs> but we know where that man came from. We're going to do it like this. What's up, family? It's your boy Eldridge. You are tuning to the Just Eldridge podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airways. I am super excited because we're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time, and I mean it every single time. Welcome back. Welcome back. Round of applause. Thank you to each and every listener. If it's your first time, get comfortable because you're going to love it here. Um, it's Women History Month. As promised, this month it is Sister Takeover. We're allowing the sisters come over and do their thing. Last week we had uh, Sister Jessica Ross. We had Yami. Um, interesting episode. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I Just wiggle. <laughs> That's what I took from the whole conversation. <laughs> Whenever you feeling like you got too much tension, just with it. <laughs> well, I was so hard this weekend, boy. I'm gonna shut my head off. <laughs> hey, look, look. Somebody was like, "Bro, did you leave?" Cause they listen to the audio. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Did you leave?" I like, nah, man. That's what happened. I'm giving y'all y'all space. <laughs> just talk. So like I said, as promised, keeping the party going. We are celebrating women all month long, allowing them to take over the pod. I could not do this type of concept without acknowledging some of the most important women in my life. I've been knowing these women my entire life. Um, so I'm excited for the first time on the pod. No, for the second time. You actually heard her one time before. Uh episode Travel with L. I know it's like in there. 60s you know what i'm saying speaking of we are officially six weeks away from episode 200 we will be launching um a super dope live podcast uh april 23rd 2023 market calendars right now april 23rd the dates are coming out we just locked in the location and all of that but for the second time on this podcast you heard it before young lady i love her because she's uh very motivating inspirational um smart very very smart um and you know what you know they say you don't never have favorites i do believe in favorites but favorites change you know what i'm saying but when it comes to having my favorite sibling this has been my favorite the most <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite mother. It changed. <laughs> at, at one time, it was Nick. When Nick first came into my life, I had all sisters. My brother was my favorite sibling. Then there was a time where uh, Victoria was my favorite sibling. So it's like, but this has been my favorite sibling the most. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my little sister, Winnie. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> welcome, welcome listeners to Win with Winnie Wednesday. 
I'm so happy to be here with Jess Eldridge because whenever you're with Winnie, it's always a win. But today, I love how these women are coming on the pod and just taking the pod. That's, that's, that's what we're saying. We, we give it to them. We give it to them. All right, look, hold on. Before we get started, <laughs> I think last time it just came on. Yeah. Just got started. I put it on wax, though. I put it on wax for you. I told you, my favorite. All right, next. Uh, my favorite parent. Y'all give it up for Paulette. <laughs> <laughs> give it up for my mother, Paulette. Ain't host, no surprise. We already said it before. A host of the Simply Paulette podcast. Well, let me tell you, I um I appreciate being your favorite parent. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let you finish, but I want I want to be very clear. Her favorite child is on this podcast right now, and it's not me. <laughs> Winnie is Mama's favorite child. Period. I'm a win for everybody. Oh, you mean you mean now or you mean like always? Always. always. No, let uh, me set the record. Like what time always. it was Paula? No. What time it was Paula? Now I don't know because if you listen to the episode, nah, cause Mama and Paula grew up together. So one time it was your, Paula. Your, your, mom, your mom gave you props a lot of times as you being the favorite. Now I'm the I'm the child you're the most proud of. You know what I'm saying? Listen, let me let me speak for myself. I feel like my children uh, chooses, they choose when they are the number one. I, when they were smaller, I would say I love you the same. But as adults, they choose who's going to be the winner, depending on how they come no, at your me. Your actions choose it. Uh, your actions choose it. Nah, nah, like man, today, you winning right today, now. no, today, you're winning. You're my favorite child who puts me on media. <laughs> See, now, I know. Like, I call my mama. I'm like, what you doing? Oh, I'm having brunch with a friend. Then I look on uh, Winnie Instagram. And they have a friend. friend. <laughs> so, so that's how I know they like they be hanging out. It don't be holidays. It don't be. Well, I, I refuse I'm, I'm, I'm to a, explain my motherhood. I'm going to tell you why. I'm about to expose it. Okay. I'm about to expose okay. it. Why? Why? Because it happened to me. I got siblings. Okay. You know, I feel like how you be feeling. I feel like I should be the favorite a lot of times, but my brother be creeping up. But you know what helped him solidify it? They really be wanting you to do the uh, textbook. Did you get married? Did you had a baby? When he got that baby, man, I will. You can't I will say. With I will. Not, look, you I will. Not compete with that. I, w- that. I will say. Winnie out of handsome, all of my siblings, handsome smart baby. Out of too. all of my siblings, Winnie is the only child that went to college. Well, Charlotte did too, but Winnie went to college. Not only did she graduate, she found her husband in college. And I got my master's degree. Then she went back and got her master's, <laughs> <laughs> and then she had a baby. That's not ugly. That's, you yeah. can't beat that. You can't yeah. beat that. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Yeah. And and most of some of the biggest family experiences happen around Winnie's accomplishments. Like the whole family went to Philly for her college graduation. That was big. My grandma from Monroe, like my grandma, everybody, the whole Monroe clan went to Philly. Uh, then when she graduated her master's in England. The family went to England, and my dad almost got locked up in Amsterdam. <laughs> like, we'll say that story for Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so a lot of the family big accomplishments happen around Winnie. Uh, I mean, that, that is partially true. Let me tell you what Nick the, creeping though. That, that baby, shout out yeah, my yeah. brother oh, Nick. Yeah, the baby, the baby yeah. probably already here. Yeah. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you know what? This this is the honest truth. This is the benefit of having children and having meaning. Each child show you a different side of yourself, and they took 
the best of your attributes in a different way to, to, to further what you were not able to accomplish in your life. So when okay. it comes to entertainment, okay. my first career was music. Eldridge has by for far sure, sure. taken that part of me to another level. Yeah. And he also is the most, there is not one of my children that can entertain you better than Eldridge. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. when it comes to that, when it comes to even planning something, we don't plan one family event that we do not run through Eldridge first. Yeah. They so. always brag about you. Mom yeah. and dad, like yeah. you're again. I, you're I, the one. I, 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 I said exactly. <laughs> I said I can. I'm, I made it easy to be proud of. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I know I'm not the favorite. But Let I me mean, tell you why I'm not the favorite. You are though. the favorite at I, different times. Like daddy already told me why I'm not his favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me what you want him to know. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like I be like, oh, oh man, controlling or man, woo, woo, woo. See, Becky like just laid back. Well, you know, it's because I can see all of mom and be there with her. Like, you're a man, you seek solutions. So if mama comes to you and she's talking about certain things, you just want to find that solution and you want to move on. I allow her the space to speak about whatever it is. We don't have to focus on the solution yet, as they talked about last week in the episode, but I can just be here with you in that space. See, right. that sounds like a best friend to me. Yeah, right. that's, so, that's, that's, that's good. So, it, but I think after the last week's episode, Elgis has learned to listen. To listen. With that being said, let me, with that being said, I'm officially going into listening. Mode. <laughs> <laughs> the, the podcast is officially y'all. Honestly, we go to listen mode. Oh yeah, yeah, um, oh yeah. We got to do, we got to yeah. do shout out. Yeah, so, uh, Women History Month, we are doing uh, celebrating women all month long. We got some very special guests in the uh, in the studio. Make so, want to thank them. Make some noise for our guests. Yeah, yeah. And one of the guests came, brought gifts, man. We love yes. people that bring wow. gifts. Hold oh, on, did wow. she bring that tablet back with her? <laughs> oh, that wasn't that gift. That wasn't that gift. Listen, we got a car. We're going to read the we car. We got a car. Um, so, so what we like is when people come on our podcast is when, you know, they don't come empty-handed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? I ain't I even did, thinking that. I didn't you know come empty-handed. I, I brought well, you. Now you're playing. Your talent. Your, your talent. Your talent. You know, it's not the same. But I do like when people come in and bring stuff. Um, we've had a lot of guests come and bring some things. So we appreciate it. And in this card, um, we have from... Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I got that right. Uh, just Eldridge Podcast. Congratulations on your success for uh, for podcasting in the upcoming 200th episode. Oh, wow. Thank you for inviting me to be in the audience. Podcasting is such an important form of media. Wish you all the continued success warmly. Wow, like that's it. awesome, and that's I agree beautiful. with that. Podcasting yes. is important. It's important it for is. the media. It's important for the media. They're trying to crack it down. Trying to crack it down, yeah. yeah, but they can't stop us, they can't, they done tried, they can't, they can't, they can't. So, yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, you know, y'all can show some love. We got the speak pipe, we're gonna put that in the show notes, yeah, comments, everything. As we come up on 200, man, we about to start walking down memory lane, you know yes. what I'm saying? So, shout, shout us out. I will say, I didn't bring a physical gift, but I came with great intention. 
like when you text me <laughs> no i'm serious i'm serious like i didn't take it lightly being invited onto the show you know as my brother so i'm like i'm listening to last week's podcast i'm making sure if this is a continuation of women you know honoring women i want to make sure i'm coming correct you know i'm praying uh, you know what i'm saying i'm listening to td jakes because i'm like you know i want to come i'm coming as my best self like i'm coming I as my cat, best but, self. Well, i do you no, know seriously. but y'all did give a gift i mean all collaborative construction who hired Winnie? Mm-hmm. Everything you see in the studio, they did the the renovations. So like, thank y'all for that. We never yeah. said okay. that to y'all. Yeah. We I said it, but we never said it to y'all. Thank, thank you. you. So collaborative construction. Holla at my mom. You needed any type of construction done. She she fine. And it was fun. It was fun. I mean, just seeing. I'm so happy that we have seen the glow up. You know, yeah. it's really hard to see. You just see people when they've made it, but to see like where y'all have came. Um, this is just beautiful and it was beautiful being a part of it it was it was really hard to be honest right, it right. was not an easy project to do but it made it easy because of the person that you are you're right. such a giver that when you're giving to a giver you don't even have to think twice it's like you right. go the extra mile you do, you do. Yeah. I appreciate y'all mm-hmm. I appreciate y'all thank you very much Let's get started. Yeah. What y'all want to talk about? It's y'all podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So today I want to start, like I said, this is Win with Winnie. We have our co-host Paulette, Simply Paulette. She <laughs> always comes correct. We love watching you. And I just want to thank you and Eldridge for being a part of my episode today. All so right. we're gonna we're gonna dig right in. I want to talk about first why Eldridge as a black man does not feel loved <laughs> by black women. <laughs> yes, please explain. Did you really said that? When did you say this? <clears throat> so, all right. When I I don't know the statistics, but I would probably argue that your biggest supporters are women and black women. In my show? Yes. Hell no. Nah. Do y'all well, have they, the, they the, do? the analytics definitely don't show that. It don't. Okay. My okay. biggest listeners are white women, Caucasian women, between the ages of thirty five and forty five. Really? Yes. Well, they love it. Well, no, this their is history. out of New York and California. <laughs> wow, this is their redemption well, podcast. Well, wow. their history, we let them is know that so they do study for their sins. So- <laughs> <laughs> and, but listening, but listening is not reparations. So tell me, <laughs> work harder, white woman. <laughs> if you, if I don't know if that was a joke or not, but if that's what you feel, tell me the why. We pot, we pot, we pot, we pot. I love black women. But I will say this: I love black. My mother's black. Look at her. Look at her. No, look but at do they love sister. you? Do you feel like they love you? Yeah, in a lot of ways, I feel like the women in my life love me. My family members, I got friends that love me. But I feel like there is a lot of tension between the man, black man, black woman relationship that we just gotta reconcile and work on. A lot of that is because of actions that have happened either from men in their past or men in their current present but the same could be said from brothers you know what i'm saying brothers can have issues with sisters what shit they don't did to them so i feel like there's a lot of uh, black women that are just angry at black men period but okay okay hold on hold on i want to stay focused i like that but the original statements was that you i was just potter you know you know black women love okay okay Cool. We well, I, I was going to move on. Well, no, I want before I we like move how she on. Just I like how she's trying to go right back to that shit. Like, no, do you feel like that? Okay, she popped. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something. Black love I don't, don't want to make this about love and relationships. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only 
credible what's your credentials you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm five years first of all you only been married one time <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I ain't never made nobody expert for doing anything one time. Steve Harvey didn't write his book to his third wife. So. Exactly. And you only been married for five years. I will say your that mama been my... your mama was married. Mama, how long y'all been? Me and Dad, we were talking about this on the uh, family call. We were like, I be lying. I be like, yeah, my parents were married for 30 years. Like, Victoria's at 37. I'm like, what? 37? No, it's, we were together 30 years. No, so, Daddy, Daddy said, Daddy, Daddy, it was 28. And Daddy said, y'all rounded up to 30 years. That is yeah, not know. true. That's why your daddy is divorced, because he don't know nothing about his marriage. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds like, that sound like hate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little Because I believe, I believe it had to be 28, because nobody just stops at 30. Like, I wouldn't just get to no, 30. 30 you're going to fight a little hard. No, let me tell you something. I fought to get past 25. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. My parents divorced at 25 his parents divorced at 25 so hold i was on, hold like on. his parents never divorced his parents was <laughs> common law married common law is an honor of the law if you live with somebody 20 i mean seven years they that never was the, divorced they died in each other's house well, listen, let me, it, marriage, just like I said, it can be complicated. And that's people why I don't even want to talk about reasons. it today. You people, know people can be married for different reasons, but I'm just telling you, his parents were physically in the same space mm -hmm. and motivation for 25 years. And then they went their separate ways for a moment. They didn't. That's when that Facebook and all that start creeping up. Well, no, this was back in the day. But for me, 25 was a year. And I've always sort of felt this thing, even with my children. I got, I became a, a teen mother at 15. I meant none of my children was going to be a teen parent. I didn't, I mean, I she don't want to curse. That. I meant that. Yeah. And none of my children was teen uh, parents. And I meant. I was not going to marry at 25 or less and divorce. My mom anyway. did not play by that team. And parents. when I start having we problems had pregnancy with pregnancy tests at 12. She had, she, they had to do random pregnancy yep. tests. After school, you come in, pregnancy test day. She took my girlfriend to the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> and my son, you know what? I did not take it. But my <laughs> son's had to... <laughs> I'm Get your little hot ass in this car. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with me. You're not, you not ruining my son life. But you know what? You know what? No. I'm so happy that my mama was so adamant about not having. The Becky was fast as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. We can go pick up a mom. But no, seriously, as a mother, you know, I thought like having a kid at 30. That it was gonna be like really sweet. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, I'm married. I don't went to school. I done did it right. Like, this is the hardest shit I probably ever experienced in life. It's because it's your first one. Having, but, your, having your kid in your 30s is pretty sweet. You know, really? Yeah. You yeah. think so? I got three. Keith had his first kid at 12. Oh, you know? I'm like, thank <laughs> God. No, I have my first kid. How old was I? Like 20 something, 21. Thank God like I didn't have it before 30. But having my son now in my 30s, it's two totally different experiences. Like, but I say, I think you think that way because it's your first one. Right, right, right. You have another one. The second one gonna be a breeze. But like mm -hmm. the first one, yeah, it's a little. But like in your thirties, I'm telling you, it's way easier because you do have that foundation. 
You got your partner. Y'all, y'all are moving towards a future. When you're young, you're still trying to figure some things out. Like, I'm, I'm in Eldridge when my kids was young. I'm, I'm, yeah. I couldn't imagine like trying to figure it out again right, with a right, newborn. Right. So like, the twenties, you still, and then you still have some energy, so you're still ripping and running. It's still a lot more life you might want to live. At so, thirty, you know where you're going, so your kid is a part of the package. So how I'm gonna be at my first child in my forties? Cool too. Uh, yeah, you I, think super better. Better. I think that's better. I think that's better. You, you gotta, gotta be super. You better know do ball. You gonna be tired as hell. <laughs> no, no, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all. The only, the only I got a, I got a three year window. That baby don't come in three years. No. Well, I do well, you feel can like. Adopt. Eldridge, you, you have whatever I say. If it don't, if it don't actually come in three years, you can adopt. I'm gonna adopt. So I'm gonna tell you, Eldridge, you have a responsibility. Kyle, get your paperwork. <laughs> you have a responsibility. Kyle, to- my son. <laughs> Taking my son to Africa. This year. So listen, I do feel like you have a responsibility to the community, to the culture, to have children. Oh, absolutely. And so you know, I do think you need to take this timeline a little bit more serious. Because, I mean, you're just such an awesome black man. For you not to have children is a waste but to the I, kingdom. But I'll say this, though. Well, I, you I, mean, are, I got a lot of kids. Well, well because, just, you are, <laughs> because, you are, because you are a man, though. You Some kinda, of them are older than me, too. You, no, you kind of could wait till like, 40 or 50. To like, little dude, the thing is the money. For men, it's about money. Exactly. If your paper's straight at 40, which, you know, we're doing our thing, it should be, especially between 40 and 50, your paper's straight, and you can just... Step back and not have to do nothing like run around for a year, man. You gonna love it. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, yeah. shoot, I tell me like, little Duval looking at him. Winning like nah. When you think I need to have my baby? When you're forty, fifty. George Clooney just had a baby. He's fifty something. Like, I I think for Eldridge, when he has finished a lot of the 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 building work. of mm-hmm. his career, because he's too busy right now. For to be as attentive as he needs to be. Well, what I did? You know, yeah. you know, first of all, first of all he's not the woman, folks. He's, I can oh, be busy. No, okay. you know, you gotta raise your kids like. Um, he about to say like your daddy. Like your daddy. He about to say like your daddy. I actually was supposed to say I was not. I was supposed to say you're not gonna raise your kids like Donald Trump. He, their women raise the kids and then they come along when they get older. So a person, you need like, to be a part of your children's life. From the beginning. And each generation you learn better. Let me tell you something. It's a lot of things I can say about your dad, but I can tell you, he gave you all more than he got from his. And so that's all you can really expect of anybody Mm -hmm. is that you either meet the bar or exceed it. Yeah, I think that's the goal of parents. Meet that bar that your parents did or exceed it. And and by far, he exceeded what he, he gave his children something he never seen in his own life okay one you of my bet for your ex okay, okay. Yeah. But let, okay. Truth. so one of my favorite okay. quotes uh from the book will by will smith he says my Fuck father don't do that don't do that i mean listen the quote is he said my father never overcame his demons but he gave me the tools to deal with mine you know what I'm saying? Cap. He just slapped Chris Rock. That was not a demon. His daddy did not give him enough. That wasn't no demon. Listen. That, that man was possessed. First of all, I don't think it was so, a demon. I believe it was like Cat Williams said. He was, it was a pump. A setup. Yeah, he was a First of all, he knew... It was the, a he knew yes. that who he was slapping wasn't going to do it? anything. That's the only reason he slapped him. If it was anyone else, now look, now y'all okay, grew well, up. Me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because y'all grew up with me. Y'all know how much of a Will Smith fanatic 
I was. Yeah. So this is a hard conversation. Okay. This is like a, it's like meeting a hero and I ain't even met him yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just Will Smith, how he has been playing. It's just one, you do that to Chris Rock, but you let that white man spit on you two times. And you don't do nothing. So if you read his book, and this is why I couldn't finish his book, you realize how much of a punk Will Smith is. And I was so shocked. That was, was not, I don't his feel book, like he no, was punk. People no, his respond book to life talks about his insecurities so much. Like he talks so I much that's about. that's what y'all like, me and being no, vulnerable. Like he talks yeah. so much about his insecurities that it's like, bro, like it's okay. See, this is why niggas don't talk about their insecurities. <laughs> right. Right. right here. No, then like, right here what she doing no, you can and talk why about we just it. shut the fuck up. You can up. talk about it, but by the time I get to chapter five, like let's start talking about the God women. damn, no, nigga. No, no, God no, damn, no, nigga. No, I'm so tired no, of hearing no, no, this mind shit. You, mind you, this is the same man that has given you multiple albums, platinum albums, multiple movies. You know his wins. He gave you one. One book. He gave you one book with all his insecurities. And you said he a punk. That's what she said. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we just sit in that shit for a minute? No. Can we just sit in that for a minute? Okay, first of all, y'all can't talk. Y'all trying to to argue with something that y'all are not willing to do. Y'all are not willing to be as vulnerable. And this is why. And this is why. Hold on, we've been vulnerable by 194 episodes. Come on, talk about this shit. I've been very vulnerable. Y'all heard the, the Black Love episode? My boy gave it up. Have you not heard the episode where David was on here? We gave him real life tangible advice. Did you not hear the episode where me and Eldridge was beefing? He's but let like, me bro, tell you I'm something. not even a pie with you with an attitude like this. And I'm telling him, bro, I don't even know if we want a pie. Okay. We, 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 we were vulnerable. But okay. let me tell you something. Will Smith's you. vulnerability, I'm going to let you talk. Yeah. But I'm just, have anybody else read the book? No. Yeah, I read the cover. No. <laughs> all right. All right. Like in the book, he literally says, like, I was a bitch. And he said, <laughs> like, you know, and he says why and he gets deep into it. And you know, while y'all have been vulnerable on the podcast, I don't feel like it went to the extent of what he has done. But your response book. is why we won't. Well, one because he did that as a millionaire. One, your response is why he don't. Two, and I'm gonna tell you a secret about men. Talk every man calls himself a bitch. Every man calls himself yeah. a pussy. Every man says no. he's broke. When? Listen, no, when they're alone by themselves in the yeah, mirror yeah. trying to figure this shit out and they okay. have to face the world when they come out and be like, you know what? Right. I can't tell you that I feel like a pussy. But that's not do. vulnerability. You know, when you about hey, to go in there with Sean, Keith, Keith that's not yeah, exactly. vulnerability. <laughs> that is confessions. And confessions let me tell you, let me, can be done secretly. Let me, let me tell you Vulnerability, exactly. let me say something because I'm the oldest one in this room and it is a woman's day. Let me tell you something. It ain't nothing more empowering to a mature woman to have a man to be vulnerable only to her. Now, there are some things, and I got proof and the receipts for it. I was married and with their dad for 30 years. That and there are certain things. Let me tell you something. He, was not, he didn't have to be, but I'm going to tell you the gift of a mature woman you can know a man's vulnerability and never share them i could bring your daddy to his knees right now but i choose not because it was an honor to be in that space to know his weakness could have took advantage and i chose not and to. let me tell you and mama, it is why you, right now even though i'm not his wife i'm probably the most priority woman in his life until he makes another woman that place Ooh. because i I'm know like his I'm about vulnerability to get it. i'm about to go look first of all what are we talking first, about here? first of all <laughs> first of all because okay what? Now I'm about to call all this shit out. All right, go One, ahead. that's why men don't do it. Why? That right there, right there. Like what literally, just, what you just what said. You just said. I the didn't whole, tell no, no, no. The whole energy of 
oh, I could bring him to his knees, but I choose not to. And this is why we don't say shit to okay. y'all. Okay, let me tell you. I don't look, care nah, nah, nothing look, about look, you not wanting look, to. Look, a real man who look, got a real woman is going to do it. Let and let me tell you, you I nope, may not be in that, nope, that cheerleading nope, squad of, nope, of being a woman who's married you don't now, know. but let me tell you something. You go get Michelle Obama and tell me if Michelle cannot take Obama down. She choose not to. Mama. Again, listen to what we say. Tell oh, me oh, about no. We don't no. even have to go that. Go to Hillary Clinton. She could take Bill Clinton out anytime. Get <laughs> Bill Cosby. Listen, take Bill you're Cosby. not listening to what you're saying. Yeah, like, listen this, to what I'm saying. <laughs> These women are like Coretta Scott King. She could have took Dr. King out. Mama, anytime. listen to what they you're fucking saying. Too. Listen to what you're saying. Okay, go ahead. You literally. Right. You taking pride that you can take somebody? It's like, damn, who am I with an assassin or I'm with a partner? No, it's like, it's like, let me tell you, you. exactly the same way how you just said it. It's like going to each one of your kids and saying, I could have got an abortion if I didn't want to talk to you. You could have been dead, and you could have been dead. I had a plan B pill in my pocket, I could have took it, but I didn't. And so, you hear now, and, and that's what it sounds like. You're just, just saying to me, what you sound, what it sounds like you're saying is, okay. as a man, we know as soon as we become vulnerable, right. we give you the tools to harm us. No, let me tell no, you. Wait, you, can you I talk? Pause, 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 pause. No, listen, listen to what I just I, said. Okay, listen to what I just said and what okay. you just said. Okay, as soon as we are vulnerable. You now have all you, Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, all the women you name now have those tools to bring those men down. No, so, she has the tools to nurture you. She has the tools no. to take care of you. That's she not, has no, the that's tools. Not that's not what you But no, my question is, why no. did y'all go immediately negative? We did. When she said she him did. on his knees, I did not take that as him being in a negative because position. Because you're not a man. Hold on. You know, because you're that. not a man. Hold on. Okay, hold on. And hold on. I can, hold I can on. respect that. So when somebody says, I'm going to bring you to your knees. When is that ever a good thing? I said I could. When I think about it, what does that mean? I'm praying. No, 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 no. I'm praying. Somebody bringing you to your knee, not you coming to. Somebody bringing you to your knee. Bringing you to a place. Somebody busting this room right now and said, "I'm about to bring y'all niggas to y'all knees." First of all, what you gonna think? Get your Bible. Get your Bible and get ready to fight. Let me let me let me see. I want somebody to do this who is in the back. I want them to take all of y'all ages. How old are you? I'm 33. You're 33. I be lying so much. <laughs> How old are you? 36. You're 36 and 33. That's 69 and you're 30. Yes. Okay. And that's 99. You know what I mean? Divide it by three and you get an average. And I'm still older than Mama, now. but let me tell so you. So take let me all the let wisdom. Me, let me tell you. Tell you know how many old say? fools I know? Man, like, but first this of ain't all, one of them. First of all, what I'm, what <laughs> I'm, no. No, what I'm telling you, you lack knowledge in this shit right here. But, because your dating experience is very limited. Man, this no, ain't no, no, about no, no, dating. No, no, no. What I'm telling what I'm telling what I'm telling you, what I'm, what I'm telling you is you have a very limited experience with men. Okay. You were married with your husband for what? 40 years, you just said? No. So you were just years, you're, you're married for 30 years. Then you had how many years of uh, dating before you got into it? So on, so on, pause. Okay. Stop in that moment. 30, okay. 30 years of marriage experience isn't the same as dating experience. Are we no, talking and, about dating no, or marriage? Listen, no, we're listen, talking listen. about experience with men we're, and women. Okay. Talking about experience with men and women. But and you, let me and, ask you one question, though. You've, you've only had to experience one man. You, you said, you, you said, okay. what you said specifically to answer y'all questions on how I got negative, right? Okay. 
It started by talking about Will Smith's insecurities. Right? Correct. And she yeah. said he a punk. He was a punk for for doing. It was too much insecurity, right? Right. Cool. So we started talking about men. Too much being, focus on too, the too much focus on the insecurity. So we talked talking about men insecurities because I told her a secret about men. Okay. Every man is insecure. They talk to themselves about it. But the issue is, once we come out the bathroom, right, mm. you want us to now tell you what we just told ourselves, and we would, and Keith, but... And Keith, to your point, Becky, I agree with you. I agree that he was too focused on insecurities, because I don't think a man should be that uh, vulnerable with a woman. I don't think you should, because women are going to take it in differently than we're going to take it in. You know what I'm saying? So... I might say, I might say out of frustration, out of tiredness that, man, I just feel like giving up. I'm tired. And that might shift your whole security that you felt like you had in me. Because I just said, I'm, I feel like giving up. Okay. Every man knows if I give this, she's like, this is either going to be a, a, you know how you can take, po- you can take the poison to make an antidote. Mm-hmm. This is either going to be used for an antidote or it's going to be used for uh, to kill me. I know that. You have the power based off who this person is. So for men, that's a scary thing to do. So and, and then we also don't come up in times of women who have the discernment that you have to know the alchemy to turn that into an antidote, right? <laughs> We're dealing with a lot of toxic, poisonous people. This right. period in this world. So now you're talking about toxic and poison. I done gave you my poison. You're going to take me out. Okay, so two points, ahead. two points. Okay, Seriously in relation to Will Smith, right. it's all about timing, right? So this book came out during the time of him having all these issues with Jada. You know, he's slapping people. Like, it just was not the best timing for him to also release a book that also talked about all these insecurities. So as a fan, you know, it was easy to combine all of that was going on. Also with your woman, right? It was horrible timing. Your woman ain't trying to hear about what's logical. She's trying to hear about the solution to what she wanted. So it wasn't a problem no, that no, you no, were. No, no, no. It was a random. It was a let me share a thought of you. Let me. I'm feeling insecure. Let me share something with you to feel secure. But I shared something with you and that rocked your foundation. So now I'm like, ah. I shouldn't have said that. It was. It I also it was, think it was, that, like, when you're in a committed and loving relationship, when you're married, like, you have to be okay with your partner not showing up correctly in certain moments. Like, that moment did not make you feel the best, but that's okay. You get through it and you move on. I probably guarantee you that it's been a thousand times that your woman was vulnerable with you and you responded incorrectly. Nah. And she, yeah, that's cap. Bro. That's cap. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you. No, no, no. That, no that's that's that's, that's cap. Let women. me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because if a woman is that vulnerable, and a man, first of all, women being vulnerable and insecure, it's not the same. Women doing it and men doing it is not the same. Two we just said we respond different. We when it comes to women insecurities. I'm insecure about my face. I throw on makeup. I'm insecure about my uh, hair. I throw on some hair. I'm insecure about my height. I throw on some hair. Anything a woman could be insecure about, she kind of could cover it up. So for a woman's insecurity, is more about uncovering. For a man's security, nah. it's about covering. It's about giving you Y'all and wrong. letting you know. We wrong. Y'all wrong. We wrong. Bro. So I'm why sorry. the hell? So women, so why so women don't put on this, why, why are they getting BBLs? Why are they putting on makeup? Why are they doing all and, of this? And hold on. I didn't give my disclaimer. Y'all are representing all the women in the world, okay? So you got to know that. You can't talk from your perspective. Okay. You have to talk from I'm, all the women in the world. I'm very confident in what uh, so, I'm so talk to me about women insecurity. You just said you didn't think, you didn't hear women saying they hate black women. So 
black men black men that's what i'm saying yeah, i'm saying in the community that i live in, in get the out world of your community in, get out of your world i i don't know any woman but one black woman who talks about the hate of black men and that's not even black men only it's black women and that's candace the girl who's like a republican the black girl Mm-hmm. That's the only black woman I hear. Candace, like, lit, okay. That's the only person I Cat hear. Butt. We're gonna stay focused. We're gonna stay focused. Uh, My whole point is about vulnerability and insecurity. When you are choosing to be in a committed relationship with someone, woman or man, it's gonna be a thousand times when your partner is not going to show up for you emotionally how you need them to show up for you. Women have enough discernment to accept it, we're going to choke it and we're going to move on because we understand that you are you don't have the emotional capacity to understand where I'm coming from. But I'm going to love you through this. Men are not willing to do the same thing when a woman doesn't show up correctly for you emotionally. Then y'all start tapping on all that other shit. Then it's like, <laughs> all right, this ain't going to work because she didn't do this, that, or I'm not going to express myself again because she didn't show up for me. That's what love is. We both are going to fall short. Insecurity is insecurity. There is not two definitions in the dictionary. A man's insecurity, a woman's insecurity, a man's vulnerability, a woman's vulnerability. That's bullshit, bro. It's one. No, 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 Because I'm going to have to stop you right there because you said there's no definition, two different definitions for security. That is correct. But what security looks like for you is different for security for somebody else. You can have a lock on your door and feel secure or you can put cameras up and feel secure. Correct. Two different levels of security. Correct. So in that sense, what a man needs in security and what a woman needs in security is two totally different things. What do you think black men need for security? Appreciation. Okay. One That's appreciation. One. What do I you would think definitely one? be grace. Great. So we need grace. For security. You giving me grace will make me feel secure as a Yeah, and let yes. me tell you what, and I'm going to tell you how that grace is. You ever heard the saying that a woman, most every woman have heard this from an older woman in their life. Never insult a man's ego. Mm-hmm. Everyone, that's giving you security, bro. No, no, you're right. But then we come up in the age of women who's saying F your ego. But they say that because that, I'm gonna give you a practical example. that particular woman don't care. And that's what I was talking about earlier. And that's why words do matter because you have to be able to speak the language of the person that you're talking to mm-hmm. for them to get the message. What I am saying that with Coretta Scott King, mm-hmm. she gave him grace. She gave, she covered his ego. The same thing with Hillary Clinton. She covered his ego. Michelle covered his ego. I covered my man ego. And even now, I covered the man that I'm with, with his ego. And men oftentimes don't have the articulation or the emotional maturity to know that's what we're doing. Okay, so then, because, so, 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 what's, so then what's y'all security? What's security so, for black women? I'm about to say the, what's, what's security for black women? Y'all say grace and appreciation. For okay, me. the first. So, so the, how do y'all feel secure from your black men? You're married. How does he make you feel secure? What's the security? One, financially. Boom. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That doesn't mean you have to be rich. We Now y'all got on what we talking about. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Take that from her because she's a younger woman. I'm going to give you something. I ain't being with no broke man. Listen. Ain't nobody being with nobody broke. Exactly. We ain't talking about Okay, but this is a younger generation. But you get with any woman 50 plus. What's yours? What's yours? It is 
emotional security. Okay, that is not it's more money. Than one. First of all, okay. you lying. I, I, know no, your boyfriend. I, I agree. I know I your agree. boyfriend. Because Cap. Cap. There, there are that seasons. Cap. Hold on. There are Wendell, seasons. Wendell, a nigga raised in the 70s. That nigga ain't got nothing emotional. But Cap. you know what? Let me Cap. tell you something. Cap. No. Let me set something I'll call straight Wendell with right now. Let me set something with Eldridge. No, we talking about that Wendell. That he don't understand. I'll call, I'll call Wendell I'm right now. I'm, I'm literally trying so, to protect his ego even in this moment. Who? Yours. You ain't got to protect Because let me tell you something good, about. It make let good me country. tell you something about it, the man that I'm with. It make good time. My country. man could not. Pass a certain test mm -hmm. of emotional security. But when you're an emotional, I mean, a mature woman, mm -hmm. you elevate your man to what you need. Thank you. And oh. you have always okay. done okay. that. Okay, so Even just on. like right now. I'm glad Let me she tell said you that. something. They don't want to be real. They don't want to be real. Y'all don't want to be real. Listen, I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. For Women's History Month, I have vowed myself not to cut women's mics. Because right. I was going to touch on that <laughs> a couple times, right? So I will say that. Two, let me say this. And, and, and when you want to be real, this is real. And, right. this, and this is why we're saying what we're saying. Everything y'all listen, anytime I talk to a woman, anything y'all list is existential as fuck. Grace, appreciation, anything that a man's supposed to provide is tangible as fuck. A house, money. So, like, when you're dealing with things in reality and things that's not in reality, you're coming from two different senses of security. I agree. So, because a man knows that he can go out here and tangibly grab something and give it to you and make you feel secure, when will you really make a man feel secure? Because you gave me grace one time, because you gave me grace two times. Do you think I feel secure with your grace, but in the back of your head, I heard you tell your hunger, I could break this nigga down, though, girl. Okay, no let me let me that. answer that, okay. please. No can I answer that? Can I please? That's, that's what insecurity. Too. Okay, that's what can insecurity I answer too. that quickly? Yes, exactly what she just said earlier. It, everything is timing, and everything is 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 timing. Because let me tell you something. Everything that you need to do in her age bracket mm -hmm. is about material security. I mean, I agree with that. Right, but when you get my age, bro. You, most of us, if we don't have our homes, we can get a home. So why are women our age walking out of relationships? Because, bro, you got to come with wisdom to cover me emotionally. You, this ain't about telling me I'm pretty and buying me a bigger ring. If, if it is, if that is the case, then you tell me why the hell Jada ain't happy. Cause she a hoe. But look, I ain't gonna. You can <laughs> call her a hoe. There's no such but thing as a hoe. But let me ask you this, okay? Let me tell That's you. That's not a real. Let's word. go crazy. with that. <laughs> let me go with that. Mama, mama, you do you agree? You hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to, I'm about to let you go, Pilot. But do you agree? There's no such thing as a hoe. I know Mama don't agree with that. Well, listen, no, no. Let me tell you something. No, I, I, you, yes or no? Let me answer my question. Yes or no? Is there a hoe? Again, it have to do with. Timing. timing. When do you call and her a hoe? Because at this point, you, no. I this know is what I'm saying. A You're a hoe if you listen. are fucking more than one person let, and they don't know. Let, let me tell you something. If they know, it is timing. That's being emotionally intelligent. No, let me tell you something. I just feel like this. It is too much age difference on this podcast right now. She's trying to call us immature. No, because I'm immature. just telling you. All right, shut up. Let mama talk. By mama. my definition, how this I raise my, my children, by my definition, how I raise my children, I would be a hoe right now. 
Yeah, because you ain't married. You a Jezebel. Exactly. But that I would identify myself as a hoe because that's where man, I, I mama, raised, oh, man. Let me tell you, sir. You can call it whatever you want. Man, I this podcast real. Mama, no, you're not a hoe. You're no, not let a, me tell you. No, hey, this, I am let me tell you right now. This ain't but no simple podcast. This, this, this is a different podcast. This, you are not a hoe. You are not a hoe. This is I'm not. Let me say what I said, Keith. I said by the definition in which I raised raise my children, <laughs> I would be considered a hoe now. But by the maturity of where I am in my path, you know what? It is unpractical that I am going to stay celibate until I meet the right one because I may never meet the right one. Mm-hmm. And the one that I am with now, I'm still testing out. Mm-hmm. And But this woman that is sitting here what? at 54 <laughs> years old, yeah, because the mere fact, I am single until I'm married. So that's that's the reality. Okay. But the woman I'm sitting here at 54 mm-hmm. versus when I was 30 mm-hmm. is totally two different women. And what I am trying to tell you that there are things that you keep saying to me as a 50 something year old woman. Mm-hmm. The reason why men don't unveil themselves or become unvulnerable to me. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. When a woman have lived my, to my age and greater and have lived it well, have learned lessons, you don't have to reveal anything to me. I can communicate with you for a few minutes, and I know exactly what your weaknesses are. I can sit here now, and it is not witchcraft, it's not um, uh, reading cards or whatever. It's understanding (laughs) life. (laughs) Talk to me, Let me tell you, it's understanding life. I can understand where you are as a man. You're right, And 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 let me tell you, this is no different from a man. You know that thing that men having you that can walk up and talk to a woman, tell if she easy or she's not? Mm -hmm. It's called discernment. And women got the same thing. Uh, We know what your weaknesses are. Because let me tell you why. Why do you think so many of these basketball players, this is the best, is certain situations that make these things be on display easier. Why do you think basketball players and football players end up with all these women who they already know are chasing them for their money, but they end up with them entrapped? You know why? Because that woman has insight into his vulnerability. Do you think he walked up and told her that? No. It's a thing that women have that when they act upon it, they can choose better men and they can choose better life partners. I'm I'm, I'm glad you used that example because you are talking from a different generational standpoint. But now this generation, there are women who are preying on these black football players, having babies with them and bouncing. Let me tell you. Flat out telling them, look, these niggas are stupid. Let me tell you. You just said it. I see it. They're not praying, Keith. Nah, they're praying. No, no. They they flat out said it. They, They said it. She said she definitely she said, said basketball players are dumb. I'm gonna have a baby with him and get his Okay, chance. but Keith, let she me tell you is this not the same thing that young men do on any ec- uh, We're not talking about that. Uh, listen, let me it, it is. Deflect. We're talking about I'm not I'm deflecting. I'm gonna cut his mic. I'm not deflecting. I'm saying, is this not the same thing that young men do on any economic level? They look at a certain girl, they're attracted to her, they know what to say, what to do to get into her panties and then be going on her business. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing that women know how to do on any economic level when she wants to accomplish the things she wants that are material. 
And that is, we often see that when you see the the woman who's messing around with a, a married man, or we see prostitutes, we say these women got something that uh, good women don't have. No, every woman got it. It's just how you choose to use it and when you use it. You know, and so in the only time women become um, less intelligent than men with this gift is when we get emotionally attached. When we get emotionally attached, we're no longer being logical. We're operating out of feelings and feelings are here today and gone tomorrow. And it makes us weaker in that sense. So All right. tell me why you a hoe again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, By the definition, nah, I, I raised nah, you. I, 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 I get what you're saying. I, 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 I raised them. I raised them that if I, I, I wasn't married and you have sex and you wasn't married, that's how I thought. No, nah, I, I, I do agree with that. I mean, like what you're saying with the generational stuff because it, it is the separation. But I also say, and we said this on the last podcast, especially between black men and black women, our narratives change so fast, right? So what you went through with your version of Eldridge, older Eldridge, this Eldridge is different. That in, in a 30 year span, the narrative has changed. I understand what y'all are saying. Some of what I'm saying is just pushing back on being a, on potting. But when you would have to agree that in this generation, there are a lot more emotionally intelligent men, a lot more connected men. Hell, there's more men even taking care of the kids statistically. Agreed. Like being a husband's like statistically, like we're on the rise as far as black men going to more therapists. Like we are doing the work, right? So right. as black men, especially this generation, the narrative has changed and we are doing the work. What we're saying is on the combat is we don't see the work being done on the other side. Like what? What work did you don't see when you say? You mean like women? The yeah, other side? y'all don't want to be held. Y'all, y'all want to be held until it's accountable. So let me tell <laughs> y'all, let me put y'all on to my policy. I, I really do believe in the 80-20 rule, right? So my partner is only going to be able to give me 20% of what I need. I'm not talking about that. Okay, because I would say, if you're talking about that, then you don't need to be worried about the other side. No, I'm talking about women in general in this generation, as the narrative has changed, the work isn't still being done. The work is more so being done to work on myself, to stand on myself, and get myself together. Meanwhile, men are working to get their selves together, to raise a family, raise children. And be prepared for the family. All of that. And Women are too. If I'm good, Keith, my family gonna be good. But, it's the but same repeat, Keith. No, it's I, not. I, Keith, no. I need the clarity of what you're saying. Well, what let we're me, saying let, is, let, no, well, let me let me see if what I'm saying is what you just said. Okay, are you saying that men today are showing up to be more um, effective emotionally, spiritually, and still providing financially for their woman, but? you're being met with women today that are making sure that they are emotionally, spiritually, and financially fit only for themselves. What I want to add on to that, men are being challenged to come prepared for the collective versus women are not being challenged to do the same. Women are just being challenged on an individual basis. Okay, now what I would say to that, I am not going to take away what you just said, but I am saying a few years ago, that was the other, that that was what women were saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you're saying we're split. uh, We, we have switched places. No, no. What I'm saying is, so I'm glad you said that. I'm saying generationally. Right. Right. So Uh when he saw you go through that, what you're describing, what Winnie is going through, 
isn't what you're going through. What Wendy's going through is more emotionally intelligent black men and more sound black men who are doing, to what El just say, doing the work to come together as a collective because we saw what our grandfathers and fathers did. But you're, but you're also saying she's not, but Winnie, Winnie is, is, uh, have a generation of men that are prepared in that way, but she's not showing up to that. And what, and what her, her generation. And what, and, and, and what okay. statistics are showing that too. A lot more men. You can ask any of these young wolves now, all these young men, 24, 25, 26, stacking their money, getting their stuff together and not even worried about trying to find a partner now because the women ain't doing but this is what I gotta say to you. Let me finish, man. I just want to add on to that just so you can finish your thought. What I keep saying, I keep adding on the process of being challenged because when you talk about when we talk to older men, older men are coming to us saying, get your shit together so you can take care of a woman, you can take care of your kids. That's the challenge that is happening. There's a huge disconnect between your generation of women and this generation of women, and it's not challenging them to prepare to be a wife. Pause. It's not happening. Before you speak, what are you referring to that women are not prepared in? If I'm good. He just said it. No, but like, what are we not doing? That what I, what not- I'm saying is we 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 got some uh, other women in this room right now, older women. Mm-hmm. Are you all having conversations with younger women about how to be better wives and mothers yes. to their families? Or yes. are the conversations about how to be a better professional, be more independent and both. prepared? Why no, can't it be both? Because it, it, it's not how it it's works. Two it's, two it's two different conversations. But those conversations are happening. And what I'm saying no, is, not. what I'm saying is, wait, I'm, wait, and all we can do, all, you know, the problem what is, Eldridge, wait, hold on, he's saying you can't be both. I need you to no, break it down. No, I said it's two different conversations. What I'm saying is, and again, I can only base this off of what I see personally, right. and I can only base this what I see online. The challenges are not online are not challenging young women to be a better mother. It's challenging you to be, be love yourself, be more empowered, which is good. These are all great things. Right. I'm just saying there's missing element of the conversation. The conversation that's happening towards brothers is, bro, not only do you need to be a better man, you need to be a better man because you have to be a husband, you have to be a father. And what I'm saying, there's a missing element in the conversation from older women to younger women in that yeah. like we're not okay. even trying to listen you roll your eyes like what he's saying is invalid because she think if you're a good as an individual you come and showed up prepared to do the collective and it's two different things as a woman because not as a man but as a woman if you're loving yourself see that if bullshit. you're balancing yourself then i can love my child i can't love my child if i don't love myself it's not possible. I said it's two conversations. It's not though. It's one. No, that, it's one. No, that conversation. That conversation is important and it should happen first. Okay, so but you need to add the other conversation to it. That, the that, empowerment yeah. should happen first. And, but it's and, not just because you love yourself does not mean you love your husband. So that's a whole nother conversation. We talking about children. No, they're not. No, we said family. We talking about family. We talking about everything. You see what I'm saying? So let me say. That's how women do though. They jump right down to the child. We talking about the whole family, the man and the baby. Let me tell you how it ties together. It's, It's the conversation, as you say, that is the same conversation. But this is where, as older women, we have got to find a way to convey what is, and I know y'all gonna think this is gonna go over your head, but when a seed is planted, the the harvest don't come in a day. Uh-huh. You'll hear this, and as you grow older, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying to you, 
what women have been in the past, the past generation has been told you are to be a wife first. You, you're, you're looking to be somebody's wife. You're looking to be it's somebody's real. mama. And because of that, women never got to know who they were. And so when they got in these marriages and men were providers financially, mm-hmm. they couldn't take in consideration of how to really love this woman because she couldn't even be a part of the engagement to teach you how to love her because she didn't even know who she was. Yeah. And I'm going to say why it's capped just a little bit. Let me tell you why. Because the, as we started the whole conversation, mm-hmm. starting about insecurities, especially with male insecurities, mm-hmm. you mean to tell me every man that's out here providing for his wife and his kids and all that wakes up every morning and loves himself? Because Twitch was doing that every day, taking care of his wife and kids, and just killed himself. He didn't kill himself. He did kill himself. He she think, she think he was assassinated. Nah, I don't think he killed himself. Okay, well, let's stay, look. You Twitch, think he killed himself? You know what? After Listen. losing all that money in crypto and not having, not being able to provide tangibly to the family, because yeah, I know I'm here and I'm giving you hugs, but you need these bills to get. But, paid. This, but I just he, lost all this my money. Is where I, I, can I say something that's really controversial? Say it. Say it's your say podcast. It. I gotta say it. He was married to a white woman. I mean that was. <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, I, mean, I agree it, with you. It, it is what it is. It he, is what he it was is. Matt Black. You know what I'm saying? So like the way a black <laughs> woman say what race, what people. Uh, <laughs> I'm just sorry. I, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. He in a whole nother category. Problem agree. number one. <laughs> Problem number one. You married to a white woman. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother different conversation. But. The way okay, the way okay. we process, no, I, 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 look, that alone. I, I'll put Listen. that one down because I ain't yeah. even pick that up. But let me, let me, but look, but look, I would, I would have played this clip real fast. Right. Play, play this clip, and I actually like this couple too. They had a good podcast, and this is when it clicked to me. Right, he was like, "When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you think about?" I heard this. I said, well, open my eyes, thank God for another day. And then I'm like, all right, well, what do I got to do for the day? The kids have this, that, the third. I got to do this, that, and the third work. Um, everything else in between, all my errands I have to run. Uh, why? And he was like, so where do I fall in the list of things that you think of? Mm-hmm. I said that to her. And I was like, New Year's oh. Eve, 2020. I was like, and that was like a gut punch to me because I was like, wow, I'm really out here covering all these bases but the one base that always holds me down. Mm-hmm. How dare me? And at that moment, I said, never again will I do that. That's good. So now it's a thing where when we wake up in the morning or even before we go to bed at night, we'll have a little recap of the day. What do you have going on tomorrow? You wake up in the morning, babe. How are you feeling? How's your spirit? How you, you know, what do you need help with today? What can I take off your plate to alleviate a little bit of stress mm-hmm. or a little bit of confusion or something? And it could be something so simple. He's just like, yo, I'm going to be on the road all day. Can you pack me lunch? Like mm-hmm. something simple. Yeah. And then by me taking the time to be invested in what he needs in that moment it frees up time in his schedule or even just yeah. the desire to want to reciprocate that yeah. and, it, and and it fireproofs your marriage thou had said to me one morning now before before you go yeah, what I, fuck that fuck the hell what i'm saying is as men we don't have that privilege when i wake up everything that i'm supposed to do is for the collective mm-hmm. it's easy as a sister, to wake up and do everything you're doing right. You're loving yourself, taking care of the kids, taking the house, and you're missing an element. It's easy to miss it. And what I'm saying and is... the first element. What I'm saying is, 
the conversation, if we're having the entire conversation with the woman, yeah. first love yourself. That needs to happen because your generation didn't get that enough. So we get it. So we understand how y'all push that on them. B, get your education, get your job, because a lot of y'all didn't get to work. A lot of y'all money was wrapped up in your marriages. So we understand why you're having that conversation. But you all were doing something really well. You were taking care of your husband and your family, and that conversation needs to be passed to them too. Right before, right before you respond, right, right. because a good thing and is and a good thing is because the older men in our generation have told us they fucked up. They wish they were still married. They wish they didn't lose their whole yeah. wife and kids and house and everything. Man, I wish I would have listened to her a couple of times. I heard an OG man just tell me, hey man, just listen. So check and that, out. And that was the advice. So the fact that we're getting all of this information on our side, where are y'all getting that last piece? Like Elder said, yeah, be independent, all that, but don't forget your man, da da da. Because these brothers are this generation of brothers, we are, I'm telling you, better than our granddad. Okay. I agree. Let me say this. I have to say this. I am honored that, you know, you're my mother because I was raised how to be a wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period. From the time that I was born, my mom taught me how to be a good wife, what that looks like. Even my married friends to this day, the gems I be dropping to them be like second nature to me because that's what my mother taught me. So when I heard this quote, I was like, this is so beautiful that they finally got it because I was raised to understand that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's me. That's all of my being. I'm making sure my man good in return. He can do his job. I can do my job. We understand those roles. So that narrative is being taught. But unfortunately, everyone doesn't have access to that information. I said, I said, how so, said it's not being taught because even right. her, she just said. It's not I was, being taught. She I, I, I didn't have access to that. No, 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 you know no, how many no, women they, don't they, have it? That's where we need to be no, talking about. They do. Where they, do you no, find, no, no, where no, do you find the you, access I, no, to I, that this information? What this is what we're saying. What we're saying is whether you see it in your home or not, brothers in the streets talking to OGs is getting this information. And what Eldridge is saying is, the older women aren't giving some of those. Like you saw, and that's and my if you point. They are it, giving it. Nah, How not. can you find it? How can you find it? I'm, I'm giving this one. I'm gonna solution. tell you why they're not. Where do can you they find rather it? be in the clubs with their daughters? I'm trying to give y'all a solution to where they can find it. Women, if you are listening, step number one: if you need to be giving gems to how to be a wife and all that, simply Paulette podcast. Number one. Okay. Number one. Man, I can't discredit that. Number one. You know what I'm saying? Number two. People like Michelle Obama, she talks about what her marriage went through and what they had to get Hold to. Hold on, and did you is see? It? Did you see how those women were looking at her crazy on the stage when she said, "I had, I had to take a lot of that work on and let Barack do Barack." And the woman on the stage looking at her like, "Bitch, you kind of crazy because I would never did that." You would what y'all gotta to accept Barack that either. all these women out here just saying they want to be married. Even some of my homegirls, they be like, "Man, I want a husband." I be like, "Girl, do you?" Do you really want but a husband? That's the majority. They don't you keep want talking it, from a minority perspective. They don't. They don't. Man, but this is but what I, I want to piggyback on what she was saying. What what you hear women saying now? A lot of I do think that there are a lot of women that are trying to convey this message. I didn't. I don't think always the articulation is. Um, um, as clear as it need to be, because my even the articulation of my womanhood is being critiqued as we speak. But let me tell you something. The reason why um, I would say if you want to choose right now, what could solve absolutely this um, this um, uh, challenge 
on the black, any man's uh, side of the argument or female comes with one word. God. Well, yeah, that that is good, but that wasn't wasn't the word I was looking at. Yeah, she had the word. Yeah, no, the word that I'm saying is Money. choice. No, choice. All right, what you what you, you got to choose yeah. better. As men, now that you're listening to these OGs, you're understanding that you need a woman that is waking up in the start of her day starts with you at front. You got to choose better. And you know why the women now was being encouraged. Okay, but listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. The women who, if you part, look. <laughs> okay, now you being silly. Now listen, I don't want he you to real. lose. I don't want you to lose the point of what I'm trying to say. Women went through this phase where we were pushed into situations to be um, wives. We needed a man who provided. We needed men who would, we had children. We needed a man who would take care of our children. Mm -hmm. But we did this because we was in a societal norm that it was some kind of elevation to be married, period. It is. Okay. It says in the Bible. No, it is not. He said a man who finds, a man who finds a good wife finds a good thing. And finish the thing. That's not. Finish the scripture though. But you you got to give it. it. Listen. Exactly. Let me tell you something. Will but, win even more. But let me tell you Proverbs thirteen forty five. But let me tell you also what he said. To get that same woman, to find that woman, it tells you about a, a Proverbs thirty one woman. That is a woman who's educated. That is a woman who is very devised in business. That is a ma- woman that is an elite that knows how to govern herself in such a way that when she just show up in the city. Her husband is recognized by her cleverness, her swiftness. And so when you get a woman who have not found herself first, she cannot choose you better. She cannot position herself that you can choose better. Now, and, 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 I'll, and I'll say this. I agree with you. But what happened was we always talk about this is a generational rift. Right. Our generation we were because we were so mothered, right? Because we were so loved by black women. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, we kind of thought y'all were the emotional intelligence superior, right? right. So everything that you're saying, I, we automatically assume that when a woman approached us, she already kind of had loved herself. We didn't know that social media was going to come in our generation and have that insecurity play within herself, and then have her be fake secure, approaching us, making us do the work, right? Then mm-hmm. we do the real work and we come back and we're like, oh, you just throwing cards and looking at crystals. You're not even really yeah. figuring out if you love yourself. Okay. And that's where we're at now because okay. that generational shift, right? Because right. you just said it. Right. And you're right. And I think we did assume that, like, I came from that generation. Like, we just assume, oh, you're a girl. You know, just you, you got to be the smarter one of us. You got to be the more sensible, calmer one of us. Right. We didn't know social media was gonna come in and just wreck our whole psyche. Okay, but you let know me what I'm saying so but now let we're me... trying to, you know, get it back to what it is. And I think we all know deep down that we're supposed to be partners. Okay. Like we know that we need another person, man or woman, right? We know that the society is built to where you're supposed to have a partner. And what we're saying is, and y'all just answered it. You know, we were trying to figure out who's doing the work, how is the work getting done, and what does it look like. But I'm telling you. Statistics, statistics are showing 
that men aren't trying to marry as much as they used to, and it's not because of the men's deficiencies. Okay. At one point in time, I believe it was that. Right. At this point in time, it's not. And to piggyback off of Winnie, I seen my dad. So I know what a good husband looked like because my dad is a great husband. If if you don't see it. Shout out to Mr. Key. Shout out. If you don't see it, it's hard to do it. But because of the OG, because so many of these older men have been coming to us, and we go to Black Men Lab and they'll tell you, man, if I would have did A, B, and C, man, if I would have, uh, uh, uh. You know, like even in. And my dad told me, like, like my dad. Like you said, 30 years of marriage. He told me, like, he would have been married longer, but he just let you read too many books. You got your podcast. You got, hey, you got a podcast. Hey, look, Becky, you remember what daddy said? Stop bringing mama books. You really told all that? crazy. So Keith, I want to make this clear. I do want to make this clear. Funny, bro. That was supposed to be an in-house joke. Don't uncover your father in public. (laughs) It's important. So I just started a blog actually called Tagged by Love. Okay. And we focus on shameful plug. You know, you know, we talking about this podcast. This is being real. Link in the show notes. This is why I started Tagged by Love because we're talking about parenting. Oh, we're talking about. Her name is Winnie Taggart. Yeah, my name is Winnie Taggart. I know that. They didn't know that. But when you said it, I was like, oh, Tag, that sounds cool. Yeah, like, no, because I was tagged by love. Like, love found me, (laughs) and I decided to run with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I was fortunate. I was one of the fortunate women out here. I love when women take another man's last name and just embrace it and rebrand it. That's me. That's who I am. That's my love story is my brand. That name ain't never sound so fine. No, I'm just being honest. So, listen, like... I was fortunate to be tagged by love. And in my my blog, we talk about parenting. We talk about love and marriage. And we talk about womanhood. And the reason why it was important for me to do this is because, like you're saying, it's important for young black women in our generation right now, people who have that real love, that solid love, that authentic love, mm-hmm. we need to share it. We don't need to be shameful about what we are experiencing. We need to give other people in our generation gems, give them examples of this is possible. That's good. This baby. is achievable and it's real. Now that's know? good. And Especially y'all for married for and, married couples. Yeah. Like and y'all that. need to stop. Y'all need to stop singing uh Glorilla lyrics. Y'all need to stop singing City Girl lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I y'all don't need, y'all need, y'all y'all need to, to denounce that shit publicly. Yeah, because like, I'm tired of these married women and happy lives talking about they twerking at the head, red light. But not me. Me and my girls, we don't, we don't need twerk when we together. Like we ain't doing that. Like but I mean, but you I'm know just denounce it. It's important that women like me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's other women on the other end who are so out there. The city girls, they out here. They out here, right? Yeah. So women like me, like what I was saying, whatever category I am in, we need to be also confident about putting that narrative out there as well, which is why is what birthed 
tagged by love. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep putting that out there because y'all need to show us some love. You know what I'm saying? Because no, we, I can see your followers we, now. Like, girl, I got tagged. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> seriously, like, no, because that's, girl, I got tagged. that's what our generation tag needs to it. understand. <laughs> our generation needs to understand that love might tag you. You might not have all the answers. It might not be the right timing. You might not have the money but you want, you, but it caught you, and you need to grab onto that shit and you need to move with it. When me and my husband met each other ten years ago, Talk to, tell we just story. we just looked at each other and we was like, we doing this, we doing this, we doing it. I tell we the whole story. I tell the whole story because I hate when people do that. But like, you know, all you gotta do, you gotta do. Woo, woo, woo. Like, nah. Like, how did y'all really do this? We, we, okay. We met. I was like over two hundred pounds. Okay, so you were fat, super fat, right? Mm-hmm. My man, he swole. He got good ass body. He's pretty charming. He he looked good. He's he looked dreamy. good. You know hey, what I'm saying? So let me, so, let me put narrative to your story. I don't let now, her, now, as her you podcast. tell it, I'm just gonna this? say, all right, so key number one, you don't have to show up as a woman all decked out in, in the way that you desire to be, because you're working on you. Yeah. But but a man who recognized that in you will catch you even in the process. So what my and husband... Work in college. What my husband... I, I, I agree. Okay. We met in a what very particular say? time. Right. But, I'm so, I thought he graduated with me just got depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You'll get that grace. So what he was attracted to when I when I approached him as a trainer, it was he very need, professional. He needed to build a portfolio. I, I, he needed to build his training portfolio. I needed to just get right mentally and physically. I was all types of fucked up. Okay. I needed a trainer. Mama, let, let's no, no, but I'm going to... Man, I'm this, gonna, this is her I podcast. I want you to do it, man. Mama, be quiet. No, you man, be quiet. It's our get podcast. Get out my house. So, <laughs> no, but listen, Megan. I want you to keep telling your story. But this is the point that you say we people need to see it, right? You knew what right, you stay needed. Stand the mic. Stand the mic. Stand the mic. You knew what you needed, and you you knew the man that could do that. Right? Yeah, but it wasn't about the man. It was like when we met, it was he about was a me. Trainer. I needed a trainer. I was fat. I needed to get skinny. John was training me. What right. attracted him to me was my consistency. We met every single day, six thirty in the morning, um, four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. I'm getting trained. Not only was I getting trained, but I was getting trained for free. Most right. of the time when you don't pay something, you're not committed to it. So he saw the commitment in wanting to better myself. I was showing up for myself. It had nothing to do with him. From that relationship of just learning each other through our commitment to making ourselves better, that's what led into us falling for each other. And even when we fell for each other, meeting someone in college is not easy. When you look good, he look good. He the trainer on campus. I'm the president on campus. I look good. Like we ain't trying to be committed. Like we we got we got people out here we can be rocking with. You know what I'm saying? So meeting in college was not an easy thing, but we made that commitment very early on. We did not talk about marriage. We did not talk about children. We did not talk about after college. All we said was, "This is what we doing. I'm committed to you. You're committed to me." He never even asked me to be his girlfriend. It was just a clear communication that I am committed to whatever we're doing right now. So I think a lot of people in my generation, they be trying to figure out, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, what does this mean? Like, they be asking too many questions. And, and you don't think the clarity is important? No, the clarity needs to be that I am committed to you. I am choosing you every day. So whatever decisions I'm making when I'm waking up are for the betterment of both of us. 
I'm not going to be so in college perspective. Am I going to be going to other guys rooms? No. Am I going to be in settings that could potentially bring conflict to what we got going on? No. I'm just doing me. How soon do you think a woman should make that commitment or a man should make that commitment? Of what? To what you saying to the betterment of each other. How soon? Day one. Otherwise, you're like, if you're looking for you're marriage, crazy. Crazy. if you're looking but, for marriage, this what I'm if saying. You're like, like, no, so they, I meet you. I meet her raggedy ass in the grocery store. You mean day one? I'm supposed to be committed. Let to me her. tell you something. When I met John, when we were training, we weren't thinking about a relationship. When we decided that we wanted to engage with each other, let me tell you what I used to do. John had a Haitian roommate. The bro would cook food. Everybody would buy food from him. Do some. So once I realized that I was like interested in John, I'm Hold like, on. I need that. The Haitian nigga was selling plates? Yeah, Boy, in his room. Hustle. You know Shout what I'm saying? So when I'm like, all right, I want to engage with this nigga. I need to figure out who he is. I start going buying Haitian plates every day. I'm getting my homegirls to buy Haitian plates. I'm getting gay niggas to buy Haitian plates. Like, I need to know. Mm. I need every person. A pick me. Yeah, I need to know. Well, I don't know what that is. But, <laughs> but you know what? That's what, what, that's what, what the internet about to call you after this yeah, episode. No, no, he, didn't, he didn't know I was doing that. John didn't know. That's why they call Definitely. him a pick. See, see, and, and I, I, like need to, I need to figure out who no, you no, are. I like your story. I don't know and who what I'm you're saying with. to do is exactly what you, should, what you should do. But this is why I hate the fucking internet because y'all done came up with this term called pick me. What does that as mean? It was, so basically, they make it seem like you're thirsty, right? Like, oh, pick me. I, I want you. So I'm doing things. So you see, hey, he hey, didn't know it was me. me. I was investigating. Exactly. He don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. He was never even there. To be honest, John, I never saw him in all the times I was doing it. So I'm asking the Haitian dude, like, yo, where's John at? What he be doing over here? Like, he got people in his room. I'm asking a question. And the Haitian was loyal as fuck. Like, he would not say anything about John, you know. So I had to investigate to know what I'm going to engage in. But Eldridge, your question was, when should you make that decision? Once you make that decision that you want to explore this person and they make that decision that I want to explore you, if the goal is to have something real, authentic, and hopefully everlasting, then make that commitment yeah. right away. I'm, I'm marking here. But okay. question. Did y'all ever like break up though? Like after y'all? Never. 10 years. Never broke the up. The whole time. Once y'all made the commitment. Correct. Bro. Break Correct. Up. Never now, break Keith, up. This is what no I'm cheating, talking about. None of, none of that. If a woman oh, knows God. what she wants, <laughs> if she's clear of what she wants because she's found herself, she will position herself to become and the what, pick me. And what I wanted, yeah, what I wanted, I like John was willing. Again, he was my trainer. He was committed to help me get to where I was going. What I was, he was intrigued by my consistency, and I was intrigued in his commitment to support me in my process. I hadn't found everything I needed, and he knew that. But he was willing to support me and give me the tools to get me through that. So, what did and, you give him? I mean, one, I'm just that chick, okay? So, <laughs> no. No, y'all about to say you were fat. No, 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 no. no. Keep going. No, I gave him one. <laughs> Damn, why you I was fat. I was fat. You know, I'll give you that. But so no, one. So like my biggest, <laughs> my biggest attribute that I think John would also attest to this. I am a very spiritually aware woman. You know, so we always went to church together Sunday. I was very clear on what he needed. Shout to out do. to Reverend Faison. Yes, Reverend Faison. John didn't have to guess. What, what was what was John doing at the time? Like, he was being a trainer. What was his? 
career. Living though. a life of sin. We no, shut up. We we was in <laughs> college. No, no training. No, I'm saying like you you were focused on like getting your life together and doing that training. I mean, he was going to class. He was being him. He played football. No, I'm saying was he like a? Did you see him go to class? Like was he? Oh just, yeah. Okay. Come on, yeah. John, okay. he don't play about the grades. He, okay, I, I had to ask. Oh, I, I yeah, don't know that yeah, part yeah, of John. No, I just see how good he's of a father very he is. academically astute. You know, he was playing football. Um, he was w- running the wellness center. John wasn't just a trainer mm-hmm. on his side. He ran our university okay. wellness okay. center. So now you bring it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he was known for. Uh, so what I brought to Girl, John, he got a brother. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he has three. Um, but what I what I brought to John, I didn't make it hard for him to guess. I'll never forget one of our first dates. Mm. We went to a Chinese restaurant and oh, I, thought you, John, I thought you were about to say you gave it up. I was no, like, oh, no, no, no. No, so okay, so I will be a little authentic about that as well. But um we went to a Chinese restaurant and John got out the car. He literally walked all the way to the door and I just sat in the car. He came back to the car and he was like, what's going on? And I was like, you need to open my door. From day one, I let him know what I wanted from him, what I needed from him. He didn't have to guess. I went to church every Sunday. Bro, I need you in church with me. We going to church on Sunday. If I'm going to the library to study, I didn't have to make it's, him guess about what I wanted. A, I'm, 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 certain, I'm mad. I'm mad. Listen, to do that, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm mad listening to Winnie's story because you started off the pile and you were very anti. But everything that you're saying is everything that men wish that their women would just do. Like, don't have you to guess. You ain't got to guess with me. You know how many women want you to be Professor X out here and nah. be mind reading? Bro, like, it, it got you. even more. Because it, she said this stuff from the beginning. It's just how we're here. Let me tell you this, y'all. This yes, It got even harder once we graduated. Because now we grown, right? We traveling the world. Me and John went to China literally two months after we graduated. So now you're about to see me as a woman outside of college. This is when I started meeting you. you told we me went, my, my y'all, it was so many yeah. times where we went to like hotels or whatever that was like, nah, bro. This ain't going to work for me. This is how we got to do it. This is how we got to eat. This is how we got to live. And I was willing to tell my man these things so that he can understand this is what I need from you. This is how I want to live my life. And even if we can't have it all right away, you understand the expectation. So John, of it. So John you said expectations. So John trained you. And I trained he, him. He lost your weight. He lost your weight. He opened your door. He gave you the accommodation you wanted. And all you did was pray for this nigga. <laughs> Existential. No, ass no, fuck. I no, gave no, 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 no. She elevated his I, lifestyle. No, I gave him the tools to be the man that he already was because he knew. You sound like Paulette, daughter. He knew, he knew he wanted me, and I, I gave him the tools. I wish this shit worked on me. No, no, let, let me tell you something. A man right, and a woman only do one or two things. Uh-huh. You don't do. You don't elevate anybody. You don't make somebody into anybody. All you help do is manifest what is already there. Now, you're right. I saw this meme, and and it it goes for clients, but I think it should go for relationships and everything. It says, the easiest recruits are the best recruits. Stop trying to close people on changing their lives. They either want to change their life or they don't. Yeah. Right. And I feel like that goes and for this like is all I'm, it, this like, is all I'm saying. I would have told you and John. Had you got to, I, with my sons and my daughters, this is what I did as a mother. I was a teen mother. And I realized what I gave up becoming a teen mother was the power of choosing mm-hmm. a better life for myself. So the number one thing, my children missed a lot of things that they should have got the norm. 
But this is what they did. My motherhood did not escape this, was the power of their choice. That was number one. Mm. You are responsible for your life. And my children started learning that early on. That is not true. That is not. Maybe when you started paying rent when you was 12. One, that wasn't a choice. But two, you did not let me choose to be gay. Oh, man. She would not let me play with my sisters. <laughs> she did not play that now, shit. Now, listen, let me. That's I'm trying to make a serious I point. Like, it's, it's he a always, yeah, it's look, a he always throws stuff off with that's, his that's food. That, that's that's that country mama. Because both of y'all got your own podcast. Mom, let me tell you something. But this is the thing that in relationships, people got to realize. Relationships are for mature people. Oh. Now you may okay. enter into that arena and you will mm. immature oh, in certain shit. areas. Eldridge Washington Let's Senior go. in the building. Yeah. 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 So, I'm, so I, I want to give this to you. Oh, shit. Cal- that nigga, hey, hey, you going to live a long life. <laughs> They've been talking no, shit about you. No, no, no. Let me say something. Let me say something, y'all. Cause it's funny, it just Dad, got real. It's something that if Daddy just walked in, I think this is true for y'all marriage oh, and everything. Right. I'm going to just Security. drop this one gem. I'm going to drop this one gem, right? So, hey, Keith, Eldridge. when you decide to be with a person, whether you're married or not, w- once you decide to be committed to them, I think it's very important that, one, y'all grow together. Correct. And what that All looks right, like, like that. is that it's so. your responsibility as an individual mm-hmm. to make your partner understand what you're growing through. So you're always going to be going oh. through something differently oh, on your own, you growing, growing through. through. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be going through something on your own mm-hmm. and your partner is going to be going through something on your own. Mm-hmm. It is your responsibility for your partner to understand that. And to understand where you are so that y'all can continue to grow together and to grow through it together. So what what are your ideas on compromise? Compromise means when my partner is telling me they're going through something. And even though you're not being the partner that I would like you to be right now, I'm going to compromise and give you grace that you're growing through this. And I'm willing to be patient with you as you go through this. My compromise is that I'm understanding there are seasons to this thing. Everything ain't going to be beautiful. Mm. You know, you you got three children. No. I feel like the hardest yeah, part. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and the hardest part is right after you have a child. Your woman is going through such an amazing transformation mm. emotionally, physically, mentally, all of that. So yeah. your woman's going through all these changes, right? The compromise is the man understanding that you're not going to be what you probably were to me before we had a child. I'm giving you grace to work through this as the woman is understanding and giving you grace that you're learning how to be a father. You're learning how to do things differently. So we're going to grow through this together mm-hmm. and I'm going to make you understand what I'm going through. You make me understand what you're going through and let's grow together. Nowadays, niggas don't want to grow together. You won't each person to have their shit already together. Let's just grow together. But the hardest part is articulating what you're going through. If you cannot articulate that, then your partner cannot show up for you. And also, I don't care how you do it. Whenever there is an issue in that relationship, at any point you are withholding and I wanted to say this while he was in the room. I think my just my personal opinion as where you and daddy, it didn't work out. My father was not willing to be authentic with mom and tell her this is what 
I'm going through. He was afraid of her response for whatever reason. Look at his daughter calling um, grown men punks. Yeah, no, I'm just saying no, for whatever man, reason he was serious. he was afraid <laughs> to tell mom. <laughs> <laughs> man, stop! <laughs> right? No, no, our dad was afraid because of their lifestyle. He was afraid to just be authentic with mama. And say, hey, I'm not here anymore. How we raise our children? This is not what I want to do anymore. Yeah, and, 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 and let me and, let me go and, finish. And Words, that generation but, you, but Keith but let me tell you the other on. side of that he was exactly what Victoria I mean uh Winnie said but the flip side of that where I was not able to be in my marriage is because at that moment Eldridge could he did not have an equal partner because I was so personally undeveloped Eldridge was not a part of my life. He was my life. Yeah. And at some point that gets too heavy for a person. And that is why I'm saying most men in the older generation that you, I'm not excusing it. What I do or what any other woman do does not give you right to violate vows you committed to. But oftentimes what has caused those relationships to not be, uh, able to withstand the storms of life was because men were attached to women who was personally undeveloped. They were unhappy and they looked to that man to be everything for them. Not an 80, 20, but 100%. Exactly. And he got one. tired of being responsible for everything I needed. And, and this is where, where they, it's an old saying that the more things change, the more things stay the same. I was about to say, it sounds like what men are going through right now. It's going through because this is where uh, men have had the advantage point. You were able to go out and become the man you wanted to be. Not always understanding you didn't get there on your own. And women found themselves supporting you and had no idea of who they were. And they were fighting and resenting you could be so happy where you are on the sweat of their brow and not giving them the emotional appreciation that they needed by not getting involved with other women, by not taking the money and making all the choices you wanted and not considering her. So this is what I've learned as and this is what I tried to instill in my children. First, become the best version of yourself mm -hmm. so that when you actually find somebody that you're interested in, it's really not you choosing them. It's a matter of you positioning yourself and presenting yourself that you both can choose each other. I like that. I, I wish, um, and I think going forward, that was, that was a good point. And based on what you're saying, it, it's funny because like, I love talking to previous generations and then relating to what's going on now because everything that you're saying it sounds like it's like the the other way around like yeah you should come as your full self but we run into a lot of brothers who are supporting they think they're doing it together mm -hmm. but they're really supporting yeah. the other person yeah. right you know what i'm saying but and, and you, that could be men or women yeah. like that's right that's not a gender thing that's yeah that's right. on both sides you so gotta like, meet so, together but then how do you how does a mature person tell another person that they need to get themselves together 
before you even try to enter into this thing. Because it sounds like, but what if you're already in it? <laughs> and okay. then you realize that. Well, I was in it. Let me tell you. I was in it. Well, that's a better question. because you. Okay. I was in it. And I had a man every day trying to tell me at the end of our marriage, he was trying to tell me, and he said this, I just don't want to be responsible for you anymore. And this is what I'm talking about. It, it Timing matters. What I was hearing, I've been here 30 years. I helped you become the man you are. I'm I'm the backbone because why you're successful. I've given you your children. I've raised these children every day that they were not my first choice. You were my first choice and they were a part of our collective choice. And now I'm standing here undeveloped as a female and you are not willing to deal with my undevelopment because you're developed. And so what I had to learn at that, the hard reality was for me, it went back to, I made a choice. I made a choice being an undeveloped person, choosing somebody that I could grow with. But even in that space of growing, I didn't always show up for myself the way I needed to. And in that moment, I don't know what happened. It, it may have been the circumstances because it is a lot of things that happened in 30 years. But in that particular moment, I decided I cannot be who I desire to be by trying to hang on to him. At this moment, I need to cling to me. And I had to discover myself. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm discovering myself. And I am very clear. I, I'm I'm very clear that no man can make me happy. No man can bring anything to me externally that can make me wholesome until I know exactly what he can bring. He can't be everything. I have to prioritize exactly what that is and be able to articulate it. And you and women don't need to be afraid of the transition of discovering what that is. A lot of times you may have multiple partners before you find it out, but you don't need to allow the demise of any relationship uh, be the focus point of what you didn't have or what he didn't do. And this is why relationships are challenged now is because everybody, no matter how secure you are within yourself, every human being has vulnerabilities. You will always have one. And it is best to choose people who are in the same sphere in which you are and they know the importance of covering you. They know the importance of not revealing your vulnerability because they know how connected we all truly are. And that's what I was saying earlier. You know, I wasn't saying it in a, in a, in a malice way to say, uh, and I could bring you down. Let me tell you something. Any woman, just like right now, if you wanted to destroy the woman that you're with, the woman you're with right now, you could destroy her because you know her vulnerability. But don't be deceived. She knows yours as well. Mm. That is not something you have to disclose. That is something that you have to be discerning of. And that is something that you have to know. That is why. It is an old proverbial saying in, in spiritual writings that says love covers the multitude of sin, 
This is how you can tell when people really love you. They will cover you. So, <clears throat> good point. Becky, Winnie, my bad. It's your podcast. What do you want to say? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to move on. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to move on. This was awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for the gems. If you want to find a husband or a wife in 60 days, call your girl. I got you. 60 days? You How to find a wife in 60 days. How to find a husband in 60 days. I'm your girl. Okay. It's, oh it's really. Her first keep, step, go to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> find a trainer. Uh, Keith, it really isn't that hard. Right, where you going? Where you going? People are, uh, we don't uh, want to hear that. We want a real yeah. man. All right, All right, so, keep going. Right. It really ain't that hard. Everybody that you're looking for is everything that Baba, you want in life. Baba, where she go, where she go take you? I know. I'm you got a podcast. You talk on Sunday. She right, okay. though. She right, though. But let's move, on. Let's, let's move on. All right. So let's just let's just let's break the space a little bit, right? <laughs> I want to know what was Eldridge. I'll start with oh, you. Oh, shit. You know, I'll start with you. Then we can go. You know what I'm saying? We go. What was a win that you had in February? What was a win that you had? That's where you want to go? Yeah. That's where I want to go. Um... What was February? Um, Last month. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of things. I feel like the, the studio, the studio was a win. Like, we, yeah. we finished the studio. Everything got completely finished and relevant. That was a really big win. Uh, mainly just because, you know, podcasting, if we just want to be honest, it's like a more intellectual rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Saying you want to be a podcaster, that shit like saying you want to be a rapper. It's just yeah. it's it's a little smarter. Hey man, I got your mixtape, man. Check it out. Just <laughs> download the link. Listen to my link. You know what I'm saying? Just download so, the link. So for me and Keith to be doing this as long as we've been doing it, like you want to see growth in it. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes if that growth is not the external things like financial, sometimes it's like. Dang, what are we really doing? Like, cause you see the market, you see the space, you see other folk getting six figure deals, seven figure deals, and you be like, dang, bro, we want that. And then you got people that listen to our podcast, and like, I can show you screenshots and texts of people like, yo, this conversation changed my life, or y'all mm-hmm. are really giving great information. Cause we don't just come in here playing, we really take this serious. This ain't something we playing with. So February was an opportunity to really see every day when I walk in that door, I can see a reflection of the growth. Mm. Cause sometimes you can't see it in your account. Sometimes you can't see it in your numbers. Sometimes you can't see it in the things that you look for it in. So February was big for me. It was a, it was an opportunity to see it every day when I walk in here. I rock with that. I rock with that. Paulette, you had a win? I did. Um, February being the month of black history and being a month of, a display of love. Um, I had an opportunity from the display of love of my children to give me an awesome gift to Africa to go back and um, just be hold able on, to- Hold on, hold on, hold on, What's up, bro? What's good, bro? The ba- nah, I forgot, I forgot you were Okay. All right, I'm sitting right here with Mama. Yeah, you, you live on the pod. You live on the pod. Two million people what, are listening to you update. What you What you want to say? What you want to say to the podcast people? You about to be a new daddy out there in Germany. Just know for the people that's listening, the minute 
that I hold my son, I will have a plethora of YouTube videos about fatherhood. This going to be one of those, man. <laughs> Diaper tips. Uh, how, how Jasmine feeling, Nick? She doing good. Hey, man. Hey family. Jasmine, we love hey, you so, so much. We love you so much, Jasmine. <laughs> love you too. See, I told y'all it was a boy. Nick just said, when I hold my son. <laughs> 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 They've been holding. Uh-huh. They was gonna tell us when the baby was born. I could tell you the way she was carrying him. It mm. was a son. Hanging low, hanging low. Yeah. Hey, but look, we love y'all. Um, please keep oh, us yeah, updated. Let us know if y'all need anything, okay? okay All right, thank, thank you. All right, see y'all soon. Not that we can do much. Wow. This is a talented family, y'all. Y'all follow Nick online, too. He's been yeah, dropping yeah, them, um, yeah. Nick dropping battle them videos quick. <laughs> Nick's that guy. That's awesome. Okay, Except so that was your win. <laughs> that, that was your win. You went to Africa. You know what I <laughs> yeah, I was able to go. I was able to see a display of my love for my children. That for my birthday, they sent me to Africa for seventeen days. Oh, man, yeah. some oh, yeah. What? Not just man. All of y'all did. Man, what man did especially? He wanted to make sure I really enjoyed myself, and he sent my companion Wendell with me as well. So it was just like. Really awesome. Yeah, daddy was busy. (laughs) 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 Keith, Keith, you got a win? You want to talk about in February? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a city, the studio. Yeah. That was a big win. Um, Moved into a house. Hey. That's a big one. Yeah. That I haven't been to yet. I know, bro. I've been telling you, you come through. But really, well, Saturday. Go through Saturday. Yeah. For the party. I'm I'm actually, actually, our, our, my, my March Madness wrap up is going to happen uh, this Saturday. You know, all my kids born around February, March. So uh, I'll be saying all of them. So March Madness in around that time. I bring, I bring both my nephews. But that's what's up. That's what's up. Bring, bring them through. Bring them through. You what, got what three. You yeah. got three. What? The ones that's the age. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, um, no, like yeah, the reason I wanted to talk about wins, I converted to that a little bit. Because, you know, we going into the, we in the year. We in it. We in it, right? In 2023. And it's important to just break down your wins month by month, you know, mm. just to keep it moving, just to keep things in perspective. Every month isn't going to feel great. Um, every month isn't going to feel great, but you got to keep it in perspective. So I always like to just, after I finish a month, say, what was the win? What was your so, win? Um, my win for February, uh, I flew out my husband's sister and his niece and nephew, mm. and we took them to the Battle of the Bands and okay. just gave them a taste of Atlanta because, you know, not to go back into the conversation, but I was taught as a wife that it's my responsibility to cultivate the relationship with my husband and his family. So, you know, mm. he's out here grinding for us and he working and I made sure, you know, we flew them in, we showed them a good time um, just for a weekend. So that w- that was a huge win for me. That's awesome. the winner. That's the good wife. <laughs> the good wife. The good wife. That's a, that's good. I should I should use that. You need the good wife. Right. Where else you want to take it? <laughs> it ain't that easy, is it? <laughs> I, I never said it was easy. Oh, you want to switch the topic real quick? Like I, I that. Never, that was a fine I, topic. I, I never said it was easy. I never said it was easy. But I really wanted to switch it because honestly, like you got tired of hearing, mom. 
Yeah, you know, mom. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> she, mama be going. She get to go. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be my authentic self. So you, if you, you invite me somewhere, you should just know this is me. If you don't want me talking, then no, I me. want you to talk. I just okay. don't want to talk about relationships. Like, well, if, how how are you gonna not talk about relationship? You show me one thing you can talk about in stay, your topic stay, that ain't stay, tied to stay, a relationship. Stay okay, in the mic. let's talk about what y'all yeah. reading. What book you reading, Eldridge? I ain't reading it all right now. Well. <laughs> well, I ain't, uh really. Well, you know what? I'm rereading Forty Eight Laws of Powers with my mentees. Okay. That's you know? good. And I haven't even really started, so I'm not reading. But I bought it. Yeah, like I feel like people who not reading, it's like, okay, if you're not reading, what are you doing to stimulate your mental growth? Like, what are you doing? Oh man, I listen to my podcast about? every day. <laughs> like, like that shit. You listen to yourself? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like watching game film, and I go back and learn something from myself every day. Okay. I do <laughs> think. Now, I but do. let me let me tell you, like, so I'm I'm not reading right now because I got to do a better job at taking. Adv- what was this day? It was. I think it was. Uh, last week tuesday where i said you know i'm really gonna just do the day how i want to do it i had my meetings stopped in the middle of the day where i rode my bike to my my meeting first of all so i got on the bike i rode five miles that day stopped in the middle of the day went and floated i did float therapy uh because it's something i enjoy and then i came home worked a little bit more and then i actually did something of leisure it was like a day that didn't reflect exactly what I needed to do kind of fucked me up for the rest of the week. <laughs> but, that, but that day had me like on point saying that to say I have to do a better job at taking control of my schedule and let my, not let my schedule control me. Because like the issue is after nine o'clock, my, anybody that's around me see how reactionary my day becomes. I get a hundred calls, whether it's from this client, that client, stuff we're doing with the team so my reading is a reflection of me not managing my time because if i'm gonna read i need to have to get up early and do it or really just do a hard break during the middle of the day Mm -hmm. and do it you know what i'm saying so that's the only reason i'm not reading but how i'm getting it a new thing i don't listen to music in the car so i'm either listening to a podcast or i'm actually calling people so i'm intentionally getting on the phone and just reaching out to people and calling them sometimes it's family uh like i talked to fernando like now we about to do a trip to Colombia. like i'm planning right now with all my older cousins um am i invited nah it's some guys we're gonna be up there doing a um oh, men's, a men's okay. ministry trip laying hands but but just like you know i i i, I take i'm very intentional with having very intellectual conversation uh, with friends, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I recently took two friends to the vegan spot, and we just vibed out, and we had great conversations. So you know, I I get it in the intellectual stimulation, and me and Keith. Keith is like a very smart guy. Yeah, like he's like real smart, and uh, I talk to him every day. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been like, which is funny because then y'all just get through body. Yeah, man, yeah we live like like when we get out when, when y'all leave whenever I leave. We're going to get in the car and call each other. Yeah, that's good. And we're going to talk yeah. about y'all and about the shit we shouldn't have did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> nah, but I, I, I don't read. I've been reading more articles lately. I've been okay, trying that's good. to read. Cheddar. No, no, no. Like full. So I've been actually getting this. This is magazine called The Week, and like I've been reading it for the past three weeks now, just trying to see. Cause like reading the magazines and reading the like periodicals, you realize like it's a lot of, it's like a lot of stuff going on in the world. Yeah. Like, that, right. like that TikTok about to be banned. TikTok about if to be you, banned. If, the bank it, that just closed. No, nah, but that TikTok banning, it's not TikTok. If you read what's going on, they're not banning TikTok. They're trying to give the consumer, uh, who the guy that's over the consumer protection, whatever. They're trying to give that person the control to censor anything on the internet. Mm. TikTok is just the first thing on the list. But they also mentioned audio. They also mentioned articles. So they can censor podcasts. They can censor Instagram. But they keep throwing TikTok out there. Like, because oh, they, know, they know adults don't like TikTok. Right. And it's less of a fight. And young people don't give a damn enough to get engaged in a political process. So it's easy to distract people. It's, um, what's it called? Patriot. It feel like the Patriot Act all over again. 9-11 happens. You want to be protected. So you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll vote for that. And then now they can access all your phones, all mm. your emails. Still, because of that, that and then the bank, that bank, that bank yeah. failing was a big thing because we come from tech, and I'm just trying to figure out. And it just happened this weekend. People don't even know coming up during this week if they finish the payroll. Well, they're not. So, so well, some so, people will because some companies they maneuver the payroll money out, but like there's some people that don't even know well, what's so, going on. So what happened? Well, I don't know if y'all want to nerd out, but uh, Silicon Valley Bank is mm-hmm. a bank that's been around forever but it's not a bank that does what we call traditional uh retail transactions retail transactions is what we do with our banks we go in we deposit our checks stuff like that they deal strictly with vcs and startups Mm -hmm. so they make a lot of loans to vcs they make a lot of loans to startups so what happens is during this recession we in pandemic covid a lot of people are taking hits so either we're not paying our loan we're defaulting on loans and someone like a chase they typically do loans for every two dollars we deposit they'll invest one you know what i'm saying so it's a two to one investment so the retail kind of supports it and i don't know everything this is just conversations i had with my banker friends we're gonna bring somebody on to have mm-hmm. the real conversation i'm just somewhat regurgitating what i've been reading and what i know no that's um, but that so, is, that so, is part of it. so what's happening what's happening is um because people are defaulting on the loans, you don't have a lot of uh, transactions to support those loans because it's not a traditional type bank. The bank, like most banks, are not liquid like that anyway. If we all try to go get our money, you can't get it. Correct. So when they found out this bank wasn't liquid, it was some companies that start pulling out. Mm. So three, the five companies pulled out $9 billion mm. in about 24-hour, 48-hour time span. Mm. $9 billion coming out of the bank scared all the other people mm. so they start trying to pull so that's when the fda shut it down and it literally just locks down your money like nobody can pull their money out you can get up to what you're insured a quarter and, meal. and you're insured to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Mm. so if i'm a startup and i got payroll i got office rent like my money is stuck uh, in this bank so i was just so, talking about it so, to the podcast roku has like 40 billion dollars like so think about all the startups all the startups you can think about you can think about um so roku um and then a lot of these trading companies are startups mm-hmm. so a lot of people Crypto. money yeah a lot of people money lot can't consumers can't get their money from these startups because these startups don't have the money 
to give you. And so, the last kicker was it was a startup that was like a payment processing company yeah. who like if you're paying people through this processor, they don't have the money. So they literally about to on Monday they're cutting the t- uh, the quarter million dollar checks to all the people, and then you got to figure this shit out until they want a bank bail until the bank gets bailout. sold. Mm-hmm. So it's a bigger play of watching who gets this bank and who right. they sell it to. That's the larger player behind all of this, but um, it definitely really reinforced my belief and made me proud of myself that I have a go bag. And money in these yes. walls and yes. this, <laughs> because, yes. because I'm down when, the they, when they shut this shit down, like I am ready to go. Keith not gonna be ready, but he my friend, so he good. I know where I'm going. A gold bag is so I important. I got two places. If I call Elgin, he'll pick up. I got one more call. And if I if I had that call, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I'm selective about I'm a man. When the world comes to an end, like it's people I love, but I don't even know if I can rock with them. When it's time to like, it's so fucked up. But it's to be honest, it's like uh, you, you got know, t- you got ten when, people in your zombie apocalypse crew. Who you taking right now? Ten people. Slaughter. <laughs> Did through the crates. Through the crates. All right, who you taking, baby? You got ten people. Lie. And and that's the sad. Nah, part, come on, right? we got ten. Let's go. All right, Name. John, John, hands down. All mm-hmm. right, hands down, my number one. Um. Do you take Ali? Yeah. Becky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, I'm thinking the same thing because that zombie apocalypse. These Y'all want to know something very No, no, she is about to finish. No, no, no. I'm going to finish, but this is TMI. Me and John talk about this all the time. And the number one reason why I'm going to continue to breastfeed until I can't anymore, because if the world comes to the end, I got to feed the world. Like I gotta dig it. <laughs> they gotta live. They gotta. Uh, I know your husband. That's not. Y'all gonna be drinking. Y'all. The world would Y'all not gonna be have drinking. to survive. My team of ten gonna have to survive on my breast milk. Girl, let me tell you something. In the olden days, See, and that's why I ain't none. Of- so, how do you want to end your podcast? Any nuggets you want to give? Um, you let you let Paulette go first. Yeah, yeah, you go first. I'm no, I just want to enjoy you. Let me tell you something. The most empowerment that I got today is seeing the 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 manifestation of my fruit, the fruit of my womb. Yeah, that's what's up. So I I tell people there's a lot of successes you can have, but if you're fortunate enough to have children of your own, or if you decide to adopt, as I did with Nick. Just know that the investment that you make in them, they ultimately have to make choices in life to get a great return. But I tell you, you will never be disappointed in your contributions into another person and watching them uh, mature to the to the stage of life where mm-hmm. they are making choices for themselves. My children gave me an extra treat that they have done well, but... Um, this is this has been good. This has been my win for today. Hey, I like that. I, I see you with your kids. I swear, like I, I be thinking, like which one of my children gonna give me a podcast? I be thinking, like, <laughs> and not just a podcast, but you know, just right. that whole like, right. like baby girls over there, and she's drawing and doing all this right. fancy stuff. Like, what will she accomplish? And then you know, will she draw me somewhere? And people be like, oh, who's that? It's your dad, and you know, sell my auction off my painting for millions of dollars. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. The man that bought all her painting. No, I'm just like, right. <laughs> you know, but I, I, I do see it. 
Right. And then it's like, when, let me ask you this side note. What was like something you saw when they were little, right? That was like, they're still doing it now. Like something right. you saw when they were like four or five or six and they're like, you still doing it. Like, right. I, I can tell you this in every last one of my children. With Paula, I love that even from a little child, you could not force her or make her to do anything she didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. And you ain't going to do it now. She will stand her grounds in whatever she's convicted in. I loved the structure that was in Nick's life. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I gave all my children allowances. All of my children would come back within a week, probably didn't have a dime. Nick, if he didn't have it all, he had most of it. Mm-hmm. That consistency is still in his life. I love about Sade that she really um, was sort of introverted to me a little bit when she was growing up, uh, when she would come because she's Eldridge's daughter by birth, but mine by marriage. She was a little bit introverted, but she invested in herself mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. that paid off. She went to college and she got her master's, went into the um, NF. NFL cheering Mm -hmm. and still continues to do that. I love that she has personal investment with uh, Eldridge. I love that Eldridge has the most discerning spirit when it comes to knowing how to invest in others Mm -hmm. and reaping a personal harvest. Mm -hmm. And I noticed he, and he knows how to give articulation to it because he's writing a book now that is called how to turn a handshake into business Mm -hmm. and he have absolutely learned how to create a circle of people and know the importance of each one in his life. Um, With Winnie, I love that Winnie knows how to create an experience for anybody. Mm -hmm. She literally can take you, um, you can meet her, even in that conversation, when you leave, you will have had a winning experience. <laughs> so I love that. On brand. Right. And Victoria, the baby girl, I love that Victoria have been through so much uh, emotional uh, turmoil and growth in her life that she has understanding of how to absolute this out of all of my children. She can listen in a few minutes and completely step into your shoes and have wisdom to speak back to you. She has light that she can Mm -hmm. shine into everybody. And she has a... a, Light juices. Yeah, she she has a, a, a business, light juices, of how to take the light of your understanding, whether it's in food, uh, spirituality and how it will bring you wellness. Mm. So I seen that in all of my children when they were little and I didn't have the articulation that I had now. And that is why I tell you my winning experience with my children is that I learned how to articulate the discernment that I had with people and my children. But that started at home first. Mm-hmm. Winnie. Good question, Keith. Um, I just want to say before I wrap it up, thank y'all. It's always a pleasure. You have fun? Yes, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. This is just a highlight of my day. It's like therapy, huh? Uh, it is. Right. It is. It's just you talking about it. You know, we 
we arguing you know what i'm saying we just learning different perspective this was really 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 fun mm. and i hope that i'm given the opportunity to come back one day and um for my listeners for my listeners you know what i'm saying it's a <laughs> win with winnie wednesday i just want to give you a small gem on how you win you work hard invest in yourself and never give up it's win with winnie thank you <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey man. All month long sisters take over, man. Congratulations. Thank y'all so much for doing y'all thing. Appreciate y'all for uh dropping the gems. But we say it every week. We love y'all. We need y'all. Most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Just Elders Podcast. Again, we're six weeks away, episode two hundred. We can't wait to see y'all live in person. Let's go. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.